0: you're listening to the PMO Strategies Podcast, where PMO leaders become impact drivers. This is episode 155. Well, Hey there, impact driver. Welcome to the PMO Strategies Podcast. I am your host, Laura Bernard. And today we're going to talk about something that I know many of our impact drivers struggle with, and that is taking credit for all the work you're doing. Now, I don't just mean bragging about the way that you're providing value or going on and on about your templates, tools, and process. I mean, actually recognizing the value you're contributing to the organization and figuring out the best ways to talk about it so that The value you're contributing to the organization is obvious and that all of those things you're doing behind the scenes, get a little bit of light on them because it actually will help you earn your seat at the table faster, get that recognition you need and elevate both you and the role of the PMO in your organization. Before we dive in, this episode is sponsored by the Impact Engine PMO Implementation Program. In today's results-driven world, it's not enough to be good at your job. You need to be great at making an impact. You must be able to drive measurable value to the business through the high-impact outcomes you're creating with your PMO. So there's no denying the clear-cut advantage you bring to the team, the leadership team that is. The Impact Engine PMO Implementation Program is specifically designed for the PMO leader that needs the step-by-step process, the right resources, guidance, and support to build, elevate, or even rescue a PMO fast, all while doing exactly what needs to be done from a leadership perspective to get and keep that seat at the table. Using my step-by-step process, training, templates, and tools, you'll know exactly what you need to do, in what order, why that matters, and how to shortcut some of the pain, frustration, headaches, and mistakes that plague so many PMOs. Your fast track to the results your business leaders are begging you for is inside this program. Our Impact Engine PMO students come from all different kinds of organizations, large and small, across industries around the world, and they will tell you that this program has made all the difference in their success. So whether this is your first PMO or fifth PMO, you're trying to get your PMO started or get things back on track, we've got everything you need to be successful in this program. So come check it out at IE pmo.com that's i e p m o.com or just visit us on the pmo strategies website and we'll guide you the rest of the way i can't wait to welcome you into your future high impact pmo today okay let's dive in this has come up so often with our impact engine pmo students when they're newer to our program and for some of my clients. So I wanted to take some time to talk to you about the importance of acknowledging the work you're doing, not resisting the requests that come your way, and figuring out how to turn around all that extra stuff you're doing into meaningful and measurable results that you can take credit for. What I've found is that a lot of PMO leaders don't actually want to toot their horn. They want to be behind the scenes, making the magic happen, helping to ensure that all of the pieces on the chessboard are where they need to be when they need to be there so that the magic of the organization delivering on their strategy with the highest possible return on investment as quickly as possible is realized. And you might be thinking, Laura, I don't need this. I am more than happy to take credit for all the things the PMO is doing. And maybe that's true, but keep listening because you are still going to learn a few ways that you can change some of the conversations happening and look for places that you might have been missing opportunities to take credit where credit is due on some of the things that are being requested of you. So we're going to tackle a couple of different angles here. First and foremost, many PMO leaders in my experience struggle with The way to measure the value that they're creating in the organization and the types of things they should be taking credit for. Now, you've heard me talk on various episodes about what kinds of things you should be measuring and how you should be measuring your value. And I just wanna pause here and make sure we're all on the same page. First and foremost, when it comes to what you measure, and my students learn a ton about this in our Impact Engine PMO program. You've got to make sure you're measuring more than on time, on scope, on budget. You see, your business leaders have different criteria in mind for how they define success. So when you look at what you measure, you've got to make sure that you are measuring things that matter to your business leaders. Now, you absolutely still want to know if projects are on time, on scope, on budget. Sure that tells you how you're progressing. That's the EVM metric, which doesn't actually measure value by the way, that tells you money spent and time spent. And hopefully, and that's the problem, hopefully that also means that value was realized, but you don't actually know that from things like on time, on scope, on budget. So you will need other metrics that will tell a better story about did we achieve the intended business benefits? So of course, that means you've got to have a good business case process up front where criteria for success are clearly defined and where you are able to measure the not just progress, but results, right? Now, this is a good place for a PMO to come in in the long term is the entire strategy lifecycle, setting those business cases up front, For success and then monitoring during the delivery of that strategy that you're actually on track with achieving those intended business benefits. And then after the projects are over, when the project managers are long gone, this is an opportunity for the PMO to hang around and ensure that not just benefits are realized, but actual value, return on investment, impact, Did we do what we said we were going to do and achieve the business benefits we expected to achieve with the return that was worth that investment? So it's not just enough to measure benefits, and we'll talk about that in another episode, but I want you to kind of be thinking about this bigger perspective, this business focused perspective on value you contribute to the organization because that will lead into where and how you should be taking credit. If we just focus on the things we're doing in the delivery stage of strategy and on time, on scope, on budget, and checking off all of our outputs that they were delivered, whether or not they actually achieved business benefits, you are shortchanging the actual value you bring to the organization. Okay, so now we're on the same page with the fact that you've got to be measuring a heck of a lot more than just the triple constraint on time, on scope, on budget. We've got to be measuring that all of the initiatives achieve the intended business benefits. Great. All right. So now we're looking at a holistic picture on projects and that leads us then to what else should we be measuring as a PMO to show our value? Because what happens in the project life cycle and even the fact that the project life cycle is achieving high return on investment for those projects that's still just scratching the surface of the value your PMO is probably already contributing to the organization. So these are some of the things I teach my impact engine PMO students. The first module they go through is all about shifting the mindset and perspective of the value the PMO can contribute to the organization and the elevated role that you will realize following this process. And I'm telling you, It happens every time with every student and every client we have. So we know this works. So once we understand this elevated role the PMO should be playing, then we go through the process of helping you go through that transformation. So the second step in the process after we've done the mindset work and reframing the role of the PMO, then they do this assessment process that helps to determine where the real business opportunities are for the PMO. And then in the third step, they define metrics. And we don't just get hung up on the on time, on scope, on budget metrics. I have them looking for places where you can get metrics that are more meaningful to the business leaders. Like, what are we doing to move the needle in the organization? And then in step four, they plan out those metrics based on the services and capabilities they're delivering and continuing to seek places that they can find value to measure and communicate well in their communications and marketing plan. Now, when they get to step five, this is where they have to actually take what they're doing and get credit for it. Because in six, in the sixth step in the process, their role starts to elevate. They start to get into a place where business leaders are asking them to help solve problems, asking them to help address gaps they have, asking them for just another little favor. And here's where the tricky part comes in, because if this is happening to you, you might be thinking, I've got to tell them, no, we can't possibly do it all. And that would be a huge mistake. And here's why what is starting to actually happen if your business leaders are leaning on you if they're saying hey i know you've got a lot going on but could you help me with this thing over here or hey i really could use some help figuring this out is that they're starting to see you as their trusted advisor They're starting to see you as the go-to person or what I call the strategy navigator for the organization that can help them solve not just project problems, but business problems. And that is exactly where you want to be. You want to be the person that your business leaders are coming to To ask favors, because those favors translate into trust building, credibility building, opportunity creating situations that you want to take full advantage of. So I want you to reframe those just a little favor requests that come your way and figure out how you can effectively incorporate them into the work that you're doing and get credit for them. So that's the big focus here is what are these things that are coming your way and where are they helping you to achieve a bigger picture bang for the buck for the PMO as a whole? Where are they helping to position your business leaders for success? And how do we measure and talk about these little favors in a meaningful way? And I know you might be saying, but I thought I was supposed to say no to all of this stuff. I've been reading all these articles and hearing all these speeches about saying no, and you won't hear that from me. It isn't about saying no, it's about saying yes, and here's what it would take to do that. And sometimes it's just about sucking it up and getting it done because the opportunity for you, the return on your investment of time To do this extra thing could be huge. And here's what I mean. If your business leaders are coming to you and saying, hey, we need some information to make a decision. Done. Absolutely. Whatever it is, get it to them. Because again, you're building that trusted relationship. If they say, hey, we'd really like you to take on oversight of this big program. Okay, so let's figure out what that would take to do. Because what they're saying is they trust you with it. And most times that PMO leaders are in the earlier stages of their PMO development, and they're like, oh my gosh, it's just another thing that's preventing me from getting done what I'm here to do. My friend, that is what you're here to do. You are here to help ensure that the organization achieves their business strategy with the highest possible return on investment as quickly as possible. Part of that, is making sure that strategic programs happen. So instead of looking at every pull on your time as a distraction from building services and capabilities for the PMO, instead look at it as that middle piece inside of what we call our impact engine PMO framework, where you're actually starting to build and deliver services and capabilities. This is just one of those. So it may not have been on your roadmap as the thing that you wanted to do right now. Totally get it. However, could it be? Could it be something that you turn into an official service? Could it be something that you add to your roadmap that says, here's one of the ways that we're contributing value? Is it possible that you could define a metric or an improvement statistic or some way of showing the value that you're contributing. For example, sometimes with my clients, this will happen as they do our work together and they go through our impact engine program, they get to a place where they start to get that strategy navigator role that I was talking about happens usually in their first cycle through when they get to the sixth step. And what I see them say is, oh my gosh, I had all these other things on my roadmap Why are they asking me to do this too? And I said, because it's working, because the magic is happening, because they see you as the person they need at the table to help them solve business problems. So that's exactly, exactly where you want to be. And I know the feeling, trust me, of something that comes out of left field, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is messing with my plans. I had things I wanted to get done. And I just caution you to take a step back and look at how you're evaluating the situation and where the opportunities lie. Because you could have a golden opportunity for credibility building, influence, seat at the table conversations, and you might be pushing it or resisting it instead of embracing it and saying, heck yeah, I'm here. How can I help? So remember, the goal here is to build an impact engine, which means it is constantly in motion, which means it is constantly changing and constantly evolving. You want to iterate your way to impact. And that means that you might have a roadmap of all these wonderful, with a beautiful bow tied on them kind of services, And you're going to have to pivot a little when the opportunity presents itself for you to secure your position as the go-to person in your organization, as the go-to team in your organization, when they really need someone they can trust, when they need to know they can count on the data, when they need to make magic happen, that's where you want to be. And that, my friend, can be incredibly valuable to the organization. So the secret's going to be figuring out how to take credit for it. So for example, one of my clients recently was in this situation and I told my client to add a line item of a service that is provided by the team to provide advisory services to the leadership team, to her executive team. So that's how this client is handling it. Add a line item to the plate of services and capabilities you're delivering and Put some kind of metric around the way that you are contributing and what that's doing for the organization. Now, the reason this is so important is that your business leaders aren't tracking all of this, which means they're not thinking about it. So, when we assume that all of the work that we're doing is just being magically remembered by our business leaders, we are Missing opportunities for little friendly reminders. Because what happens is your business leaders may not all be coordinating all of these requests amongst themselves. And by the way, they have a million other things they're trying to do. So they aren't thinking about all of these requests. So if you don't take credit for them, they may as well not even be happening. Have you ever had a boss say, oh yeah, I forgot you were working on that. Oh yeah, I forgot you did that. See, they have so much stuff on their plates already. They can't even remember all the things they did, much less all the things they asked you to do. So, by not taking credit for these other things that come up, you're missing an opportunity to bring back in front of them all of the ways that you're providing value. Now, remember, the reason I went through the different stages of our IEPMO program. And the different stages of the life cycle of the project is for you to be thinking about places that you're already doing things that you're not taking credit because those sneaky little places are missed opportunities. If we don't take the time to observe and then measure what we're doing, that's really making a difference. So going forward, look at those little requests. And I know sometimes they pile up. Look at those can you just and figure out how you can package them together into a meaningful collection of services and capabilities that you can talk about. Services and capabilities that you can take credit for where credit is due. All right, Impact Driver, that's it for today's session. Don't forget that this episode is sponsored by the Impact Engine PMO program. This is an all-in-one step-by-step training and implementation program designed to help you build, Up level or even rescue a PMO, no matter if this is your first time or your fifth time building a PMO. You will be amazed at the things you hadn't considered that are the shortcuts to high impact PMO success. So don't waste any more time trying to Google your way to a PMO. Join us in the Impact Engine PMO program today and just watch how your world changes almost overnight. And you don't need to take my word for it. You can hear success story after success story right on our Impact Engine PMO program page and hear how others that are just like you are getting such big results following our step-by-step program. I can't wait to see you there. Just go to iepmo.com and reach out if you've got any questions. I got you every step of the way. Thank you for taking time to be with me here today. I hope that you find creative ways to take credit where credit is due for all of the impact you're helping your organization make, even if it was a little bit unplanned. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and download these episodes so they are with you no matter where your high-impact journey takes you. And if you love what you're hearing, please do share a rating and review on your favorite podcast player so that others know that this is the place to come if they want to make a high impact with their PMO. Bye-bye for now.